Well, what's up, everybody? And thank you, first and foremost, for turning, tuning in, turning. Hey, turning the dial, changing the station, getting into this. Yeah, all of that and above. Um, first off, let me say thank you for tuning in to tonight's podcast. This is the very first episode of Weekend Pearls. Man, you have no idea how excited I am about this venture. Sky's the limit, and we're going to make this thing snap, pop, excuse me, snap, crackle, pop, add milk, um, cream, creamer, um, flavor creamer like macchiato. We're going to do all of that, so we're going to have a real good time. So, thanks for tuning in, and I am your host, Tori, and y'all already know who I am, and y'all already know where to find me, so you don't need my last name, but we keep on moving on there. So, I'm very excited about today. I have the most awesome person that I know. Um, she's just, there's not enough that I can say about her, but let me just give you just some some big things because she's just an awesome person all the way around. She's an artist. And when I say she's an artist, I don't mean just literal. I mean an artist. I mean, she's a visual artist. I mean, she's a rapper. She's even a playwright. And she is the owner of True Music Productions. Guess what she's done already this year? She's already released two videos this year. Keep Pushing and Perfect Picture. And let me tell you how deep this goes. And I know she's going to have about 10 cents and plus a quarter to talk about it. She has a video for both of them. And a mini movie. I just want y'all to get into that. Just stop and just stop for a moment. We got a video. And we got a mini movie. This is what I'm talking about. When I said artist, I was not playing. And to top it off, she has her second play that will be put on December 15th. If you're wondering who she is, she is none other than Jennifer Clemens. You can find her on Instagram at the underscore messenger 73. You can find her as Jennifer Clemens on Facebook. And let me go ahead and make sure I spell this because she's going to correct me in a minute. That's a Jennifer with two N's and two F's. I repeat, <laughs> two N's, two F's. Jennifer Clemens on Facebook and also too, so that you can really get an understanding of the depth of what these videos are in these mini movies. You can definitely check her out on YouTube under The Messenger. So without further ado, it gives me great pleasure, honor, satisfaction, happiness, and a hairbrush busting a 29-inch ponytail. Welcome, Jennifer Clemens, to the podcast this evening. Hello, Jen. Are you there? Are you there, Jen? <laughs> I am here, Tori, and you are funny. You are a funny guy. <laughs> So did I lie on your intro? I'm just asking questions from a friend's perspective. <clears throat> did I lie on anything that I said about your introduction? You know what? All I'm going to say is I'm just glad you got the spelling. I'm, I'm glad you put the spelling, the correct spelling out there, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just glad about that. I mean, uh, I appreciate the, the words, uh, your description of, of who I am and uh I'm honored to know such a guy as yourself. Oh, that's so. I I need a Kleenex. Oh wow, <laughs> this is gonna so, be interesting. Oh, it's really gonna be interesting. So <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm already excited. You know, I'm a little extra, but 
I'm going to go ahead and throw some things on there because I know you personally, but I definitely want our audience to have an opportunity to really get some insight because once they start looking at these video shoes, they're looking at these pictures, they're looking at these flyers, and I'm like, wow, we got this type of person right here in the DFW. Right here now that has you know relocated to Houston. So you you Texas based right here. So we got another yes. Texan that's doing big, big and better things. So a lot of people don't know the background for you as far as what music has done for you. So I'm gonna start off though. How did you find out or what was the what was the trip like for you to get into music? Um, to be honest with you, and I, and I think back on this sometimes, you know, like how music came about at the arts period and with both of them, with my visual arts and with music, um, I desired it. And I know that sounds like, you know, people can walk around and desire something every day and it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Um, but it's a, it's a scripture I know in the Bible now, I'm not a scripture quoter, but so I don't go to quoting John this and this and that, but I know it's a scripture because I've always been one of those analytical people and trying to figure everything out because I had all these feelings that I had. And so, um, but it's a scripture that kind of went with it and said, God will give you the desires of your heart. So I don't believe that that means that what we desire, he'll give us. I believe that he already has given us desires, something to desire for. So when I was little, back in the early eighties, in my neighborhood, I mean, man, and, and back then, rappers were older people. They were not young people. They were in their 30s and 40s, and they used to have all these freestyle battles. And you would know they were going on, either you hear about them by word of mouth, you know, you, you'd be some of the top, you know, rappers in the neighborhood. I grew up off of a Keys and Polk in Dallas, you know, Cliff. And, uh, and I, I say I probably was about nine years old. And, and I, you know, I was just fascinated by it. Like, how can they do that? I was amazed. And I was like, man, I, I wish I could do that. And I, I just used to, you know, practice, practice, practice in my house, in the mirror, just practice, practice, practice. And uh, one time I jumped in and I got into it and, uh, and I beat one of like the, the, you know, best grown rappers that it was. And everybody, you know, they lift me up and, you know, it was an exciting day, and this this older guy, he said, man, you got a gift, you know, because nobody was doing that. No kid is not even, you know, have, you know, the courage enough to get inside of a circle like that. You probably talk about it could be 50 people, you know, around in that circle, and it's hardcore. You're going to, not the freestyle battles they're doing today where you done wrote it, you know, you pre, you've pre-written it before you get there. No, nah, this was straight up and down. I'm looking at this person. I'm gonna rap about you from head to toe. I'm gonna rap about my surroundings at that time. So everybody knew that I was coming straight off the dome. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then, you know, it went from there. It just became, uh, I believe it was like, you know, just I fell in love with it. It became a part of me. Um, and it saved my life, you know, throughout my young adulthood. And, uh, you know, now it's opening up other opportunities for me at the same time. So Jennifer, so I I've listened to your music and I've gained so much respect for you in the aspect of being an artist and some of the work pretty much all your work honestly has been inspirational to 
umpteenth degrees. So knowing what I know about you, and again, I still want the audience to get an understanding of who you are. As far as the inspiration, because I know God is first and foremost, what have been some of the inspiration as well as influence that have really propelled what you've done as far as your artistry is concerned, you know, writing music, producing videos, um, coming out with tracks. So what all has been the biggest influences? To be honest with you, I never stopped doing music, even when people thought I stopped doing music. Because I used to do music in the streets. I used to do music in the clubs. You know, I had groups. You know, I I've always did the music. And I mean, of course, then everybody was... Oh man, a coldest female rapper, coldest female rapper. It's like, you know, when I wasn't doing it, you know, because life happened, um, I wasn't doing it in the public. I wasn't doing it where people could see or to hear, but I was still doing it. Um, now, there was a period, some years I didn't do it. Um, and then I had like key people that I shared my music with. I was like, you know what? The dreams of making it big, because, you know, that was our dreams when we were younger, teenagers, young adults. You know, everybody wanted to make it, you know. And uh, those dreams for me were over, but I couldn't get rid of the gift. <laughs> it was just in me. And so, you know, you know, having, you know, doing songs recording and I share like with my son, like my son, he knows, he probably has everything. The songs that people have never even heard. Um, uh, my nephews, uh, several of my nephews I would share with, and then maybe a couple people that I would know. And so that was just that. In, the, in my mind, that's all I was going to do. And, uh, you know, when someone would call on me, I would, I would do, you know, you know, I would say perform, but really it's, it's ministry or it's, it's a testimony given over through song. Um, you know, and, and I felt like, you know, I'm using, I'm using my gift. I'm not burying my gifts like they did in the Bible. You know, I would never do that. He gave it to me. I knew it was a gift because I knew that I could do things that people couldn't do. It took me a long time to understand that. And so I guess what really has inspired me was the impact that it's had on the few people that I knew. Um, the few people that would hear, especially when I would touch, you know, when the music was able to touch like teenagers and kids. Um, here recently, um, in the last year or so, it was the seven-year-olds, the five-year-olds, the eight-year-olds that inspired me. You know, they came back and, you know, started maybe some of their parents saying, hey, you know, my son, you know, your song is helping him in school. You know, and I was getting back feedback from parents and children. And I mean, come on, man, if you're influencing kids, if you're inspiring them, you know, to, to, to encouraging them, I mean, that's how can you sleep on that? You know, how can you not um, use that gift? You know, so I think besides other artists, I could name artists for days, whether gospel, whether secular, uh, whether rap, whether R&B, um, some of the greatest. But I think the people that have inspired the messenger to do just that are the people, the kids, the audience, the fans. Um, that's that's what I would say. So, so what I find really interesting, and I already, I'm pretty sure I understand what you're going to say next when I ask this. But you mentioned that the influence, as far as the kids, five year old, six, seven years old, you know, these are kids. 
um, again, they haven't lived life. They're still, I call them being brand new um, and brand new to a lot of things of the world. So why do you think they had a response? You know, um, I believe that, first of all, you know, uh, children of the closest to God, and I believe that in a lot of cases, you know, if we really think about it, you know, we were once kids. And as a kid, you know, a lot of times people don't see you, <laughs> you know, and most of what we do as adults in the world and society impacts those babies, um, you know, and I don't use nobody else. I like to always use myself. It was a lot going on when I was young. And that's how I began to write. I began to put all that anger and aggression in my music, um, you know. I believe that today we have a lot of music out and music is a, is a, is a mood regulator. And I believe sometimes that not even just children, but adults, even if they're rich, you have moments where you're going through something in life and you feel like nobody understands it. You know, mom is too busy. Dad is too busy. You know, yeah, they talked to you, but it was brief and the phone was going off and you know, this was happening and that was going on. And, and then you're in this classroom and you got, and this, this is what our kids are facing. I mean, back in the day, if somebody bullied you uh, or, or you or you did something that was embarrassing, it, it, it stayed right there in your school and your neighborhood and, and you had to deal with that. But today in five seconds, I mean, it's worldwide, <laughs> you know, whatever embarrassed moment that you have, you know, so they have way, you know, they have a lot. They have so much more stress and pressure than we did. And I think for them, even though I'm grown, I'm talking about my pain. I'm talking about my issues. I'm talking about my problems. I'm being transparent. And a lot of our children don't know how to identify with themselves because in most cases, parents are not showing their true identity. I've always been real. You know what I mean? And that's why it's called true music. I'm going to tell the truth. And, you know, I, I, I believe in that. So I believe that the kids can identify when they hear it and say, man, kids know stuff. Like, they're the closest to God. Their spirits, for the most part, are pure. They're going to say, that person is authentic. That person's telling the truth. That person's not trying to sugarcoat it, throw me no, you know, no bull, you know, pull the wool over my ass. Because kids are not dumb by far. They're very intelligent. Um, and so I just think that they can identify with just truth. Not so much as they may not have dealt with my kind of pain because pain is just pain. You know, if, if somebody stumped their toe, it still hurts versus somebody got shot. But you still can't say that I wasn't in pain because I stumped my toe. That was hurting me for about 15 minutes. That was pain. You know, just because you got shot. So my story in, in your story, my story says this. And then your story is, you know, I, I made a C on my math test and, then, you know, and it doesn't feel good. But that kid, that, that C on that math test is really doing something to that kid. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. So I think that, that the children identify with, with my honesty um, and know that my heart, in my heart, that, you know, I want to encourage them that no matter what life, how life gets, to just keep pushing. Okay. So I had a question for you and you mm -hmm. hit something that was really um, close to me. And that goes back to the authenticity of a person. And I know that being an artist, you know, I know 
you're you're multi-talented i'm multi-talented and when it comes down to authenticity have you ever felt or even had a moment where you've that you felt that you couldn't either convey a message or be who you are whether it be, and, and again, this is going to get tricky, <laughs> whether this be something, whether it be visual art or if it was something dealing with music in general. You mean where I, where I felt like that, that I couldn't do it through my music? I'm both, honestly, because I've, I've, you've shown me pictures of your actual artwork itself and, you know, being an artist, you know, most times artists are actually really successful when they're able to be their true authentic self, when they're actually able to express themselves freely I, as possible. Okay. So this is what I'm going to say in my, in my art, uh, you know, in my fine arts, I, I've always been able to do that. I was never scared about that because that was just uh, another love of mine and I did it and that and, and even that and this it's, it's never been about the money I mean do people want to make money out of something I want to make money out of something I want to live comfortable I want to be able to do it and then even making money I was, I'm always thinking of ways to give back so so I'm not going to sit there and say oh you know it's not about the money I mean because everybody knows it's some it's some money involved in everything that we do but it's never been really about the money you know it, it was about producing the art so I didn't care right if anybody bought my artwork I was going to paint what or draw what I what I had inside of me. So as far as my music, to be honest with you, I think it's one of the reasons why I probably did not blast off because I've always been so honest in my music. <laughs> you know, from just telling the truth. You know, way back I was telling the truth. You know, even to some family members like, oh so you you gonna like play that? Like cause it may be exposing them. Yeah I'm gonna play that. That's that's what I wrote. That's mine. That's me right there. Um, to even when I begin, um, you know, just putting whatever I felt, you know, in my life, um, if, if, if it comes in a song, I'm gonna put it out there. And even now, um, so I don't think that I am afraid that I can't do it. I think that I've always done it, but I do believe it's going to come a time where somebody's going to say, you know what, that's the next you know, type of music trend I want to invest into the truth. You know what I mean? So um, I, I don't think that I've had that problem. Oh, you hit a nerve. I I was not expecting it, but I did get what I need from it. Who's willing to invest in the truth? Oh, that's good. That is really good way to say it. <laughs> Who's willing yeah. to invest in the truth? And hearing you say it made so much more sense. Um, so let me let me ask you this, because, again, you're a, definitely a dynamic person and you have an extreme amount of depth, especially, you know, coming down to your your writing skills as well as what you rap about. Do you feel at any time that. Well, matter of fact, let me ask this to be straight up. Being as true to yourself as you've been. Do you feel that has been a drawback at any time? Yes. Why'd you say that? Um, 
I mean, listen, it's not popular. I mean, I'm just gonna say that it's not popular. Um, it's not popular amongst people and the feelings um, that come with that. The reality and reality check is not, uh, you know, doesn't set well. I absolutely agree with that, and I don't mean to interject, but I'm here with that. I, and again, for those that are just now getting into the podcast, again, I have my host with me, Jennifer Clemens, um, better known as The Messenger. The Messenger. The Messenger. Um, <laughs> and I had to plug you, and I couldn't help but to plug you, Jen. But I think more so, and again, this is from this is artist to artist, and a lot of people... As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you an example of what I ran into when I first started really gaining attention from writing. Um, I started writing when I was about 13. You know, everybody that knows me knows the history behind it. But long story short, my mom and dad ended up getting divorced after 14 years of marriage, blah, blah, blah. Wrong time. Life happened. Things happened. Um, and I had to try try to find solace in all of this discord and disruption and hell, basically. And so I started writing and I never knew what that would ever turn into. It was never started from a situation of, oh, I'm going to gain something or this is, you know, I'm going to gain notoriety and I'm going to do this and what have you. It was never that. It was more so an opportunity to convey what I couldn't say. And it was... A long time. I never knew that I had so many words to say. <laughs> you don't know until right. you look. You don't know until you look at that notebook 10, 15, 20 years later and like, oh my God, I had a lot going on and where was I at? And then it's like a flashback. But long story short again, um, once I started posting, and this is this is a it's a good thing and a bad thing. So I started posting my uh, writings online and I had a blog you know when blogs came out I said you know what the hell I'm gonna just go ahead and start a blog or whatever and so I started you know uploading my stuff and the feedback was something scary for me the first thing that I got I remember the very first comment I got I was on blogspot and uh, you know google owns it now um, and I have access to it so, oh yeah, I have access now. You know, I've been hustling on that. So I got access back to it. So I have all my writings that I ever posted online, period. I have it now. So I remember the very first comment, they didn't post it on the actual poem. They sent it to the email that was attached to it. And it happened to be a female viewer. And she stated in a quote, thank you for letting my voice be heard. It may it made it, yeah, and it confused me initially. Then I had to finish reading because I had already jumped the gun and I wasn't, I was like, what, what are we doing? She said, thank you for writing in a point of view where he could see it and I could hear it. And it freaked me out. And I was like, what is that about? And so as years passed by and I've introduced different things, you know, you know, online as far as writings and what have you, there has been so much feedback to a degree that is comforting but then it's disturbing <laughs> at the same time and a lot of times some of the things that have been written and this goes back to writing your own lyrics 
being your true authentic self and really, you know, putting yourself out there. A lot of times people are not comfortable. People are not okay. And I've always been with the premise that if I can't be me, then I can never be anything for you. I can't be this imaginary, invisible person that you want me to be. I am who I am. And all that I can do is write from my experience. And if that is my truth, then how do you judge the truth? Very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Very hard. <laughs> so... So, Jen, I got a question for you. This is the last question before we go to break. Okay. If there's nothing else in this world that you could think of at this present time, what is the one message? And I know it's going to be hard because I know (laughs) it's going to be hard to try to define that one thing. So, with your music, because I know that is your baby, what is the one message that you want to get across what is that soul message that you want to get across to your audience you're right that is tough to sum up um the one message um to get to my audience would be that god is real that Jesus still lives because he conquered death, hell, and the grave and that he's with us. He loves us and he sees us. And if you need to be reminded, just listen to my story because I should have been dead probably over 150 times and I'm still here. And it's not by accident. It's not by an individual that saved me. It's not by medication. It's not a doctor. Nobody can get the credit for me walking this earth right now, but God himself. And he says in his Bible that he's no respected person. So if he did it for me, he'll do it for anyone else. Um, I'm nothing special. Amen. But you are something special. <laughs> if everybody doesn't know, like I know, yes. Jennifer I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. It's, sometimes you, you have to get yourself to a humbling state. And trust me, I, I promise you, everything about me is real. I, and one thing I really don't play with is God. I don't fake and shake with the Bible, the God word and all of that. But man, let me tell you something. When you get to reading that book and he said, taste and see that the word is good. Man, listen. It's like he kept hitting me with it. And remember, when you think that you're something, remember that you're nothing, you know, without him. So so it's like, a, I don't know, like maybe a year ago, he's just, I really just start, kept reading that throughout the Bible, man. So, you know, I think it was a humbling stage that he did to me to know that, you know, no, I'm not special. With him, I'm special, you know, and all of that. So it's just something that I'm pretty sure that I would do for the rest of my life, you know, like Apostle Paul said. You know what I mean? We have to boast about our imperfections. You know what I mean? Because the minute we get to feeling ourselves, you know how we do? You know, we're going to forget all about it. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I stay true to that. I stay true to my humility. Man, Jennifer, you, you, you just blessed us. 
for those that are listening, you have been blessed. Again, I am here. This is your host, Tori. I am definitely here with the messenger, Jennifer Clemens. Um, and we're going to take a quick, brief break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Man, I'm saying it's, it's kind of funny how, how you become the role model that your role models was trying to be, but then it's like, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Get it? Ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Mama raised seven bad kids on her own. Papa picked up, got gonna roll a stone. Mama told us stick together, kids stay strong. Hope you find forgiveness in your heart, boys wrong. I learned to put my pain in a song, every chance that I got. Had my mama six siblings, but I won't have my pops. Double up my money, black, my cousin bought me a Glock. So caught the game, my brother taught me, mustn't hustle the block. Had to get up out of poverty. Mama busting every, every day, I was in them streets. But my brother Junior was in them streets first. My brother's in and out of prison like it was a curse. Set the weight on my shoulders like I was born first. Thought I was tripping, but I was living in reverse. Couldn't identify the hurt, so I developed a thirst. And every time a wound opened, look up, became a nurse. Get it? Ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Get it? Ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Chasing out the change, making dollars out of change, but the more dollars I got, the more problems came. Had a reputation, had to live up to the name. That mean if I had to make the pistol go bang, not a thing, just a part of the code. The streets is cold, keep your enemies in your sights, watch the people you know. Be the ones that turn hate Jealousy and envy Cause we'll make a paper Hate a faker Tryna raise generation After generation Then I realized That I couldn't even save them Sent a prayer up to God And told him life is too hard If he could send out Something to help us out With these odds I see too much debt I see too much struggle Complexities of life Like a million piece puzzle Find out I couldn't do it By myself Let my pen be my brush Reservoir pray it helps hey. Ain't no perfect picture Where I'm from People dying there How you become the role model 
that your role models was trying to be, but then it's like, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Get it? Ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Mama raised seven bad kids on her own. Papa picked up, got gone to roll a stone. Mama told us stick together, kids stay strong. Hope you find forgiveness in your heart, boy, it's wrong. I learned to put my pain in a song, every chance that I got. Had my mama six siblings, but I won't ever pops. Double up my money, black, my cousin bought me a Glock. So caught the game, my brother taught me, mustn't hustle the block. Had to get up out of poverty. Mama busting at me every day, I was in them streets. But my brother Junior was in them streets first. My brother's in and out of prison like it was a curse. Set the weight on my shoulders like I was born first. Thought I was tripping, but I was living in reverse. Couldn't identify the hurt, so I developed a thirst. And every time a wound opened, liquor became my nurse. Get it? Ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Get it? Ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture, ain't a perfect picture where I come from now. I'm just trying to paint, let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Chasing out the change, making dollars out of change. But the more dollars I got, the more problems came. Had a reputation, had to live up to the name. That mean if I had to make the pistol go bang, not a thing, just a part of the code. The streets is cold, keep your enemies in your sights, watch the people you know. Jealousy and envy, it comes with making people hate a fake. Trying to raise generation after generation. Then I realized that I couldn't even save them. Sent a prayer up to God and told him life is too hard. If he could send out something to help us out with these odds. I see too much debt, I see too much struggle. Complexities of life like a million piece puzzle. Find out I couldn't do it by myself. Let my pen be my brush. Reservoir, pray it helps. Hey. Ain't no perfect picture where I'm from. People dying every day. Where I come from now, I'm just trying to paint. Let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Get it? Ain't a perfect pitch, ain't a perfect pitch, ain't a perfect pitch. Where I come from now, I'm just trying to paint. Let my words be my work while I'm walking the plank. Imperfect me, striving for perfection. But my pedigree had to fight against my blessing. Only life I knew had to live it, kept it stressing. And when I fell down, I got back up and kept on seven. Shed too many tears to the point I couldn't cry. Contemplated suicide a couple dozen times. Called me crazy because I always spoke my mind. Try to change the cycle.
Hey guys, what's going on and welcome back. Um, thank you for tuning back into Weekend Pearls. I'm your host, Tori, and I definitely have my special guest this evening, Jennifer Clemens. Again, you can hit her up on Instagram at the underscore messenger 73 on Instagram. You can hit up on Facebook, Jennifer Clemens, that's with two N's, two L's. At Facebook and on YouTube, you can find her <laughs> under the messenger. She's so messy. Man, when I tell you, ah, if everybody could be on the backside of these conversations, we have, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the the real go down. That's where the real go down. So, being that, you know, I'm going to switch up our itinerary just a little bit. um, Because I'm definitely dying to hear what what some thoughts are. Because, you know, we want to cover some things in the news. So, one of the big things that's happened over the past week, definitely about Kirk Franklin. You know, he made an announcement via Instagram that, you know, he'd be, he would be boycotting TBN and the Double Wars due to TBN editing his speech that was shown on TBN not only once, but twice. And when I say that, from what he stated via Instagram, that there were years past, you know, in regards to him winning, you know, an award... So one year we had this, but they edited once that it was shown on TBN. Years passed, he won the award again. They edited his speech that was shown on TBN. So his man, his Instagram post was so heartfelt, and you can tell that it was something that really bothered him. So looking at it, and I've did a little research and I was looking to see when was the last time that we actually had an actual gospel artist that would, you know, be vocal and have something to say, especially when things just aren't right. And it's not been too many times. And with Kirk Franklin being at the caliber of an artist as he is, especially for the gospel artist being a writer, um, right, music, just for who he is and all that he's brought you know, for us, for the listening viewers, all the music that he's done, not only for himself, for the groups that he's got together. It's just a lot for someone of that caliber to have something to say and it be within our actual gospel slash Christian um, arena. It's very, it's, at first I didn't know how to take it because, you know, again, and this is not a shot at Kirk Franklin or anything, but most times, again, being an artist, you know, being an artist, for those, you know, there is some moments that, you know, being a center comes with being an artist. But this is a moment from what I could see is that he had something to say. And for him to state that he would be boycotting not only the Dove Awards, but also boycotting an actual broadcast network so jen you know i'm gonna give you i get some feedback on you because again this is just one of those things where i have to ask the question do do you think and jen i'm asking you this and i definitely i'm pretty sure that the viewers want to hear you know some insight on this do you really think that kirk's boycotting tbn will be beneficial in the long run or will it even have an effect Okay, so <clears throat> I don't do a lot of, uh, let me just be clear, I don't do a whole lot of talking on 
or opinion they ignore. You know, because you know, it's always a lot to, 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 two things. From what I can tell off the surface, so I don't really watch television. Uh, I don't watch news. I don't. So I don't really get into a lot of social. So I don't really get into a lot. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm trying my best not to be so much into the world. So, um, but I did see a little bit about this. And then based off what you were just saying, what I would say to that is this. It may not be beneficial for him on earth, but it would definitely be beneficial for him in heaven. And I'm not trying to sound like, oh, holy than thou, I'm walking on cloud. Nah, nah, uh -uh. I'm probably the biggest sinner I know. You know what I mean? So it's not that. But what I'm saying is that we can't change people. We can pray. Now, we can allow God to do what He does. Now, Jennifer, so, now, I, I didn't, what? I didn't have you come over here and start, start praying now and start testifying. No. But, but you <laughs> no, got the part. I, yeah, I cannot. Because, <laughs> I cannot. because think about it. If we just look on history, period. I mean, we got some stuff going on in the world right now. I mean, you know what I mean? It, what it happened is there. It's happening. You know, I ain't gonna speak on that. But what I'm saying is, he may not. It's not for it's not for them. It's 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 gonna it should make a very powerful positive impact on a lot of people that know that Christianity and church as usual and all of this other stuff that has come in is not where it's supposed to be. And yes, he's supposed to say something. And yes, I take my hat off to him. If this is all what has happened, if it's truly that, and he's doing that because he's telling you, man, first of all, y'all are some fakers. You know what I mean? And this, this is not representing God well. You know, y'all done been bought or, or whatever the case may be. You know, people want you to do and be who they want you to do and be. And when you have a voice, that's how the, the greats made it back in the day that passed away for us as even black people to be free, to do the things that we do today. Somebody had to take a stand. When they're taking a stand on a bus, many people lost their lives because they said something. They said, you know what? I'm not taking this no more. You may kill me, but I'm going to die with my pride. I'm going to die with my dignity. I'm going to die with my name. And so he's standing up for that, for, you know, for what's right. And as a Christian, as a person, a God believer, whatever, however you want to put yourself, that's the way it should be. You got, you have people in other countries that practice their religions that die for that. And we have the freedom to be able to do it. And we want to get closed mouth because when it's about a dollar, when was God ever attached to money? Never. We make it that way as humans, but it's okay. Because that's why he already said, you know, forgive them for they know not what they do. So he going to keep it pushing. You know, hopefully it speaks volumes to those that have already gotten a bad taste in their mouth. Like I once had about Christianity and church and God and the whole nine. You know, I was that person out there like that. And and we need people like that, um, that have the platform, the voice um, and the audience to be able to call a thing a thing and call that thing out. Because if that's what happened, they're wrong and they need to be exposed. The enemy exposes us every time he gets a chance. We need to expose him more often. So, so Jen, I have a question. So, because you mentioned about church as usual, and that's a trigger for me. And 
<laughs> I've been there, my brother. I, ooh, been there. Oh, I have been a witness to the foolery. So, my question: when we when we say church as usual, it it brings me to a very weird place, and it's something that I know that has always been um, that always has um, been something that has really just agged me. But even with this situation with Kirk Franklin, what have you? You know how you notice things, but you just don't notice how much there's a a line in the thing. So when I say that, now I go back to church as usual. Do you think, and this is, again, we're just having this conversation. Do you think that there is a difference between Christian music and gospel music? <laughs> you know, I, I haven't looked at any of that stuff up, um, but I'll tell you this, as much as yourself know me and whoever, you know, is listening to this podcast and I talk about the word of God and I talk about God and I talk about, you know, Jesus Christ. Um, if you notice or whenever someone views my music, it says inspirational hip hop artist. Because us as human beings have tainted Christianity and we've tainted, you know, uh, gospel. And so I just, you know, put my face on the true gospel, which is the word of God, the book. And, and so as far as the music goes, I mean, I, I can't really tell you that it's a, difference but I will tell you that you know I believe Christians as it was said have fallen to some places that for me right now they're like the Israelites just walking around lost and rather go back to the one that had them captured instead of going where God said I said go to the water don't worry about how it looks Cause you know, just getting caught up, and and you know, and that's the way that that life is gonna be, you know what I mean. But I think the music, uh, gospel music, Christian music, I, I believe no matter how you switch it up, um, we've allowed it to be censored. You know what? I do have two cents on that one, and I do agree as far as censorship. Um, I can definitely get to Kirk Franklin and state that, hey, the fact of winning an award is awesome. You know, to be celebrated and say, hey, your works are awesome. Let us celebrate you. We made a decision to vote and, hey, this is where we are. Congratulations. We decided that you're this winner of this particular category. Okay, I get that. Yeah, and then they just want you to yeah. take it and then go bye-bye and don't have any voice of your own to say anything. Right. And if whoever is tuning in right now, I encourage you to make sure that you check out Kirk Franklin on Instagram and look at his post. And in regards to what he was stating during his acceptance speech, in regards to the senseless killing of our people and naming off names, telling left, left and right, saying this and that and what have you. But what was so poetic, which was so beautiful is that he asked the audience in both occasions on both speeches to pray to pray 
Yes. So I and again and again I again I, I'm a work in progress. For me to hear that, that lets me know that despite the wrongdoings of what the world might do, mm-hmm. it's still my obligation mm-hmm. to pray not only for those that have been hurt, but pray for those that are around me, not around me, and the ones that are right in my face, and that we need this. And being on a platform to be able to pray and pray out loud, mind you, and someone of Kirk's caliber to have the influence that he has, that means something. But to have someone's speech to be edited, to cut out the okay, this is the reason that we're praying, but we get the prayer. You know, quietness is kept. We get to see the prayer part. But not understanding why we're already in prayer. I, I, I'm, I'm still taken aback by it because that's just like, how do you have a network in that respect? Oh, TVN. Hold on. You're TVN. You're Christian networking. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're going to cut that out, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like it was like some other type of, you know, secular platform or, you yes. know, no, that's a Christian platform. Like, oh, Trinity. Broadcasting network. Yeah. So to so to have someone again, Trinity Broadcasting Network. I remember they were right there in Irvine off of one eighty three. Everybody, if you if you from Dallas, you know that big building. I've been there. Right channel off the side of the highway on the service (laughs) road. That's TBN. I've I've been on there. I've been there. Yeah. So so it really just really unnerves me to have and again. I can't state what the reasoning behind it, but for on for those that are on the outside looking in and then to become aware of this, it is extremely concerning. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, it's extremely concerning when I'm riding to work the other day and I'm turning, you know, changing stations on my radio and I hear a song clearly play the cuss words. So you mean to tell me that on any other stations and all this, we can show sex activities on TV. We can curse on the radio. We can do all these freedom of speeches. But you give a Christian and a Christian artist on a Christian platform, and you're going to edit? And never, he never said. You know what? From what I saw, he didn't even say the race of the officer. So he, what did he say so wrong? Where you had to edit him. You know, sounds to me like somebody got their hands caught in a cookie jar and they tied up into them old politics and all that other stuff. They done sold their soul out. And so that's what it is. But you know what? At that point, just like that, they have the ability and the platform to have an impact on so many. So that's why we as God-fearing, God-believing, you know, worshipers, and vessels, we have to do just what he did. We have to pray and cover him, and we have to pray and also for 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 TBN. And you know why? Because he said, "Love your enemies." It's easy for us to love each other if I like you, you know. I work. Oh, I like. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. I love you. But how do we love those that that you know cause us pain, you know, and do evil things? That's that's the challenge. <laughs> you know, so we, we have to pray to cover that because they still have access to a, a lot of people. And so if you did this to this man, what else would you do? 
So we have to pray that God covers that, that he, I mean, I'm talking about like the type of prayer, I'm talking about calling the prayer warriors, like wake them up in their sleep, talk to them, Lord. We don't have to wish nothing bad on them. We just tell God to come on down and talk to them. Let them face what they've done. You know As what, we all what, have to do. What, what I will say is that we're so worried about a message that will sell versus a message that compels us to think. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, that is, I still, it's just, it it annoys me. And the reason it irks me so bad is that we're not even willing to, especially again, it goes back to that broadcasting network that is synonymous with allegedly being Christian. And I do say allegedly, and I'm okay with saying that. Listen, everybody that put that, I'm sorry to cut you off, Tori, but everybody that claimed Christian and everybody put Christian this and all of that, again, that's why I told you, inspirational hip-hop artists. Because, man, they've tainted that word so much. And, you know, and I just pray God have mercy on their soul, man. So everything that got Christian on it don't mean it's Christian. Just like, you know, everybody that say that they this ain't really that or whatever the case may be. So you can't even go by that these days, you know. Man, it's, it's, it's politics involved. It's, it's, and when I say politics, I'm not even just talking about our politics, our normal politics. I'm talking about they be corporate politicking is what I'm saying. And, you know, so much, so many things have just become so business that they've lost the true identity of, of what, you know, God blessed them. Or if he did not, our common enemy blessed them with a platform. So, you know, just because somebody have a platform and put a name on it, listen, doesn't mean that that came from my heavenly father. Because the enemy got people in high places, too. You know what? I almost disconnected you from this podcast. <laughs> you better get off of here with that old foolery. But you Shoot. spoke that out loud, and I heard you loud and clear from this side of the town. So, yes, I absolutely agree. All that I can do at this point, I'm going to pray that forgiveness is yes. in abundance for those that yes. did not know what they were doing. Yes. And forgiveness. That's all I got for him. And kudos goes out to Kirk Franklin for standing up. Yes. It is Good a job, rarity. Yeah, it's rarity. It's really a true rarity where we have people that are really in high places, honestly, and that really are the upper echelon of their, you know, what they do to be able to really speak a truth and for it to be heard. And then take a stand behind it. So kudos you, bruh. I get it. I'm like, I'm all for it. So this leads me into our last topic before we get out of here. And since we have been really strong on battle influence, it was a couple other types. I was like, you know what, man? I can't be too trashy today. You know, I got to, we, we didn't, we didn't <laughs> ran, we didn't ran with the baton. So I'm going to stay in line now. I don't want to be a heathen in the middle of all of this, but I definitely want to stay, you know, on top, especially dealing with influence. So Jen, I know firsthand that you, you know, you don't do TV like that and the news and what have you. So I'm going to throw something at you. And this is one of the things where I think you'll be very surprised if you have not heard. So throwing this out there. So we got Instagram users who are part of the test will be able to see who liked their um, their post from the back end of the app, but the user's audience won't. So meaning that you'll have people that on Instagram, again, I'm, I'm on Instagram. Y'all already know I am, and I'll put my stuff on there. That's a later date. So I don't need you playing on my Instagram because you will get 
blocked. <laughs> I'm the wow. king of blocking people. I surely will. So what you can do, you can hit us up on Weekend Pearls on Instagram. Do what you can do, but right now, so right now, not tomorrow, but right now. So, but what's really crazy is that. I go back to what we were talking about and really has been the theme that I did not know that we were going to create, but it's been influenced. So you have a lot of Instagram users, especially, and I don't mean users in the sense of people getting taken advantage of, just people that utilize Instagram as a medium for advertising, you know, putting their face out there, opportunity to say who I am, this is what I do, X, Y, and Z. So, but I thought of like, well, man, so what does this do for those that get paid off Instagram? And meaning that you have to have so many followers, so many likes, X, Y, and Z, you get such and such money for this and that, what have you. So if Instagram is doing this, and granted, this is a true, true article, because you know, I had to do my homework, because this is something that the CEO announced. Yes. His big his biggest I thing. I actually heard it on the radio. Yes. So the CEO Adam Masseri, I like his last name, Masseri. He's just Yes. He, I like it. Um he announced that the platform will start hiding likes for US audiences starting actually this week. This past week. Um his biggest thing is that he wants Instagram to become the safest place on the internet. Uh glory to God. I know. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. Wow. I, I, again, I stand up to the guy. I mean, I stand up for I think that what he's doing lines up with the same thing that Kirk Franklin just did. And it's not about he's like he's like this. Like I this is what I get from it. When he created this, this was created, people have taken it out of context. You understand what I'm saying? But you got people, it's things that I'm pretty sure that he's noticing. You got people about to commit suicide because they looking at he got 300 likes and I only always get four and them just my ain't and mama's sister. But like, come on, like, that's not why he created it. Yes, he created it, communicated, whatever. And I don't know a whole lot about all that stuff and how people get paid. Listen, let me tell you something. Before the Internet came out, how did you get paid? I mean, come on, let's get into it. Let's put the skill set down. Let's 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 get deep into this thing. Before all of this came, people were surviving, people were paying bills, people were building businesses, all of this stuff was happening. So don't don't get all into on what somebody else created and then try to take it out of context and make it your own. This man has a heart. He cares about people. You got people, you know, want to take their life because they didn't get no likes. You know, so take the competition out, and if you advertise it, and I don't know how exactly how they get paid if somebody has to see it, but you're still going to be able to see your likes, to my understanding. And so if you advertise in your business, the business should sell itself, sell yourself. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have to have somebody uh, somebody else to see, oh, this person got 10,000 likes, Um, let me go um buy their stuff. I mean, that doesn't say a whole lot about your business. So I told you, I'm, I keep it real. I'm going to tell the truth. I mean, the truth is, that's his company, just like that's TBN Network. They decided to do that. That's on them. Guess what? You can't do nothing to them. You can't sue them. They didn't do nothing wrong. It's their platform. This is this man's platform. You can't tell him and his company how to set up his stuff. Oh, they used to affect your business. Then get your business together. Do something different. I revamp stuff all the time. I didn't get as much on something that I would have did, but see, when I went into it, God already told me it's not about numbers. 
See, you look at numbers. See, we trying to do math. God don't work with numbers. He don't work off math. He work off faith. You got to believe. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that he's doing the right thing um, for what I believe that, that he had a conversation with God. And some of those conversations that we have with God, he only have a one-on-one, you know, and then to deliver to the masses. I think it's a faith move and I don't think he's going to miss a beat. You can't worry so, about the naysayers. So Jennifer, let me ask you a question and this will be my last question. I'm sorry. I, I got, I got taken away on that. I just, you know, so you I know. get like that sometimes. For those who are tuning in, you know, this is Jennifer Clemens, a.k.a. The Messenger, that she will take over a conversation, but I still love her. Yeah, anyhow. But yeah, I love she, she, And I love her more. So, so, my question is, last question of the night, I promise. Last question. So, because we're on Instagram, we're talking about likes and what have you. So, my question would be, say, for instance... I was a 13-year-old, heaven forbid, I never want to go back to that age again. <laughs> if I were, yes. So, right now, in this day and age, if I were a 13-year-old African-American male who happened to be biracial, because, you know, I got the, I got the uh, kink in this chain with this one, that was unsure of themselves, but I wanted to present myself on the internet. I know it sounds strange, and a lot of our people that are going to be listening, like, why would he ask that question? It is a reason why. Because we'll have more of that happening, whether it be male or female, whether it be black, white, Asian, Hispanic. It, 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 there are going to be more people that are introduced to this medium on the Internet where they're young, they starting young, getting on the Internet, and they're unsure of themselves. What is the best advice could you give to that young guy? I'm trying to make sure that I understand the question correctly. Go you ahead, say, ask questions. Um, I'm, I'm you here say for unsure. It. You said a biracial. Mm-hmm. So it, when you say unsure of himself, are you talking mm-hmm. about he's unsure of his race or his sexuality? It can be any. Um. He has, so this individual, and the reason I wanted to leave a blank canvas with this particular person is for the fact that at the age of 13, you're, you don't have everything defined. You don't have everything worked out. Basically, you're becoming, you're starting to become into yourself at this point. For someone that doesn't know, whether it even be sexuality, whether it be, you know, they, they don't know, you know, they want to keep their hair color the same or... Oh, they hate being tall, or today I don't like being small, or, you know, today I might wear sandals, tomorrow I might wear heels. For someone who's unsure as to who they are, because a lot of times we'll have teenagers get online that take all these pictures. And I've seen it, and I've blocked so many of these babies, I, I still don't understand it, why, Lord, just pray for me. But you have so many young kids today that have been introduced to the world in a wider perspective mm-hmm. than you and I ever were. Like, honestly, looking at where we are right now, honestly, I feel like I was living a sheltered life because <laughs> I could not, <laughs> I could not put myself out there like that. You know, I couldn't introduce myself to this unknown Whereas, you know, being raised, 
your parents told you, say, hey, you need to bring your ass back in the house. When that light come out on the outside, when it come on, it's time to come on in. Can I go to a house for it? No, you cannot, but you can go study. <laughs> can I talk on the phone? It's after nine o'clock. I can't. You, know, you, you feel like you were born in the military. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, if, were a, if, you were raised up on a base. So I was so, too. I was, so I, was in, I think I was in the in the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody knows Mr. Dave, and I know some of y'all gonna comment, if you knew my father, and I'm pretty sure some of y'all knew my dad, whether we related or not, or you, you know, best and you met him. So, yes. So, all that extra stuff that, you know, again, that's the reason I asked that question. Because where we are right now in the world is very interesting. When well, we have. Well, I was just going to say, kind of, to peek on that question is, I, 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 I have empathy for, for the young people today. And even some of the other people's, I guess I would say social media, uh, those that are hooked on it. Um, and the reason why I say hooked on it, those individuals that I'm talking about is, um, and, and this is very easy for me to say, so I, I say it, but then I have learned through so many different ways that I know some strengths that I possess, other people do not. I'm very confident in myself, always have been since I was a kid. So people have opinions everybody has one they're like yeah that old saying but people now so i don't care what nobody thinks about me bam ah but people do so if i put a picture i can have 20 comments and i'm just gonna pick out the one i like <laughs> it's as simple as that. I'm gonna pick the ones I like. If somebody says something negative, I'm just gonna be like, you know, probably have some choice words back here, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna say what I'm looking at it. I'll call them a hate or whatever, and I'm gonna keep it pushing. But for the young people and the people that are engaged in social media um, like that, they it's almost like they seek validation, they seek attention. And I don't need you, one to validate me. So to a 13 year old. Can you say that just one more time? They're doing what? They're seeking what? They're seeking validation, and um, you know, from from people, and they want acceptance. They need attention. They want to be seen. Um, I know personally a whole bunch of people that have a whole bunch of fake lives on Facebook, and I just, <laughs> I know they fake because I know the people. So like, oh, I feel oh, like I'm running out of time on this recording. Oh my god! <laughs> so no, but to that 13 year old uh, uh, mixed, you know, um, biracial young man, you know, not sure of himself, I would say before you open that door and begin to post, I would say find out who you are. If because if if you're not sure of yourself, find out who you are. Because that way, when the world sees you, it don't matter what they say. The world will always have something to say, and always got to say it. Start finding out who you are uh, before social media. Don't let social media identify you, C create you an identity, and validate you and and give you your worth. You know you have to have that going in. So when you have that going in the game, oh man, you win. I told you already, your job was not to come over here and start preaching, but preacher, I will definitely <laughs> preach that way. <laughs> so, to, to, just to really to reiterate, Jennifer, just to say this, I will say this. 
guys, gals, ghouls, goblins, whomever you may be. And if you're listening, whether you are 12, 11, now I'm not going to have anything X rated. Uh, yeah, we're not going to do that. But Thank what God. I will, yeah, I know that's what I said. Now I might have a curse word every now and again because, you know, this might be a little bit smart. But I will say this if you decide to get on the internet and you decide to want to put yourself out there, I will leave you with this. Save enough of you for you. Once you start sharing yourself with everyone, you are subject to the devil. <laughs> and that comes in flesh form. I know several, but that's neither here nor there. But then also too, you become subject to comments, concerns that have nothing to do with you. And you're not allowed to even have the opportunity to even make a sensible decision about how to deal with someone's comment. So keep in mind, being on the internet definitely is a cool thing. And definitely it does allow you to get yourself out there, different form, different lifestyle, different things, what have you. And yes, can it be profitable? Absolutely. Can you make a business out of it? Absolutely. But do not sacrifice yourself for a liking. Do not sacrifice sacrifice yourself just because someone liked your post or they decided, oh, your glasses are cute or, oh, I like your shoes. And then the next 10 minutes when you poke a, excuse me, when you post a picture of yourself and you're just plain Jane, you're just normal yourself. Oh, what happened? This is, are you sick? You, that's where I'm going. So guys, we have come to the end of our show. Man, when I tell you again, because, you know, I got to keep plugging my girl, Jennifer Clemens, let me first say thank you for being one of my very first guests on here. You have been absolutely awesome. And again, for those that did not know, let me just go ahead and say this. Artist, rapper, playwright, and owner of True Music Productions. If you don't know her, it's a shame. This is Texas bread. You need to understand that this is an artist in all respects. You can definitely find her. Look for her on Instagram at the underscore messenger 73 on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook as Jennifer Clemens. That's two N's, two F's, Jennifer Clemens. And you can definitely find her on YouTube under the messenger. And guys, when I tell you, I need you to go look and keep pushing and perfect picture and i have to say this guys you know because she is a true artist we have many movies and we have videos and if you don't understand <laughs> it's a shame because you need to go check her out so jen man i thank you for coming in for this very first podcast man hey, hey i thank is... you i thank you for having me uh and i just want you to know man i'm so very proud of you uh for what you're doing thank you for having me as a guest but even if i was not um i would be praying for you my brother and i just pray that you know god uh takes you as far as he has this gift for you to go this is only the beginning and i believe he's going to do great things with this for you 
Man, I really appreciate you. So, guys, thanks again for tuning in for this week's episode of the Weekend Pearls. And get ready for next week's episode. It should be very interesting. And again, when we end our show here at Weekend Pearls, we always leave you with a pearl of wisdom. And Jennifer, she's already heard me say it on several occasions, but I'm going to say it again for our new audience. So, the pearls of wisdom for this week, and I want y'all to get quiet and hear it. Sidewalk chalk is not makeup. And hey, that's the end of our show this day. And we're going to go ahead and go. And hey, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. We look forward to hearing from you next week. And if you're interested, you definitely give us feedback, commentary. You happen to be a get, want to be a guest on the show. Hey, if you want to advertise, I'm good with that, too. Hit us up on Instagram, Weekend Pearls. Or you can hit us up on Gmail, WeekendPearls at gmail.com. And that's Weekend Pearls with a Z. Z is in zebra. Z is in Zeus. Hell, the last letter of the alphabet. Well, I just thought about that. What if Z don't end in y'all last alphabet? And anyway, y'all have a good one. Y'all check us out. Peace.